Alright, welcome to PKN, episode 46, sponsored by all of our handsome Patreon members. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so you were showing me goodies that came to your P.O. box? Yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, there's a few little pieces to this thing. I think I might be sitting on one. I don't see the piece of paper that says where this is all come. Uh, this all came from. This is kind of important. It seemed like we were ready a second ago. I, I had the piece of paper in my <laughs> he hand. He's holding stuff up. Like I, I thought I saw the paper too. I, well, <clears throat> anyway, this guy sent me like all of these uh, paracord clips. Paracord things. things. So you know they, they've got little clips to go on your backpack or something. And this is a paracord little bracelet. And there's just a bunch of them, bunches of different kinds. And uh, I'll be able to find the name of his company from uh, the, one of the T-shirts. He sent me this bullet pin that's like... Oh, you know, I see. Yeah, yeah. Bullets, and then you twist, and the pin part comes out. A uh, bunch of bullet keychains that are just bullets with keychain things on them. I wonder if they have issues in security. You can see they're like hollow on the inside. I, I mean, I would, you can, and I can, but, you know... You never jo know. Johnny, who's the, who does the... The airport security, the three-letter acronym for them. Uh, TSA. Yeah, yeah. Johnny TSA might might take you down and put his knee on your back of your neck. So that's his company, Big City Knots. He's a college student. He owns a couple of companies. One of them is a vape uh, company. So he uh, he actually mentioned in his letter, you know, thanking us as everyone does for all that we do. And he said that if you two got uh, PO boxes, t that being you and Taylor, uh, he'd send you guys some goodies too, um, including some vape stuff for Taylor. And he got me these things. Which are stainless steel uh, ice cube replacers, so so your water your drink doesn't oh, get watered uh, down. So, it's uh, that's pretty slick. It's these little stainless steel cubes, and I, I don't get vaping. I don't get vaping at all. Like it, I, I, somehow in high school they taught us. Now this is a long time ago. They might teach it differently now, but they made it seem like it wasn't the smokers' fault that they were smokers. It's not their fault. They teach. They taught them to smoke when they were really young. The movies made it look cool. Joe Camel's a cartoon, and the, all this shit. It was like I always kind of bought into it. Like yeah, smokers are smokers through some just horrible accident and and malicious intent on behalf of cigarette companies and. People got suckered into it. Even smart people could be smokers. There's and a thing. So, so the thing about smoking is it's super addictive, mm -hmm. and it's. I think it's a lot more prevalent in uh, in lower income brackets. And I think it's. Uh, it, it does a lot. Smoking a cigarette does a lot of things that help if you're kind of broke. They're not as expensive as you might think. You, they do get addictive, and then you don't mind wasting that five dollars every two days or whatever it becomes. But they curb your appetite. They deal with stress. They, uh, they help you pass the time. These are all things that people who aren't doing so well have issues with. Um, but the as vaping. Far as the, the, the vaping, vaping is what... It, yeah, I, don't I didn't finish my thought. It, it was yeah, that, I want to like, know how you get to this, because I don't understand your hate for the vapors. With, with the cigarettes, they always taught us that somehow they had been bamboozled into becoming smokers through either being cool because Hollywood made it cool or whatever advertising etc okay i'm not bombarded with vaping like it used to be every nascar race was filled with cigarette shit and every tv commercial it was the winston cup was some right and then the the tv commercials were lots of stuff on television the back of every magazine back before the internet and people read magazines well the they back banned of, all that advertising it it magazines just by default seemed to own the back cover there was a ton of money and a ton of advertising vape stuff like I, how are people getting suckered into vaping 
Now, Why do you think it's getting suckered? I'll sell you. So in my head, there are two like categories of vapors, right? There are the people quitting cigarettes. And for those people, it's like, yeah, if this, if this is an exit route off of cigarettes that works to you, knock yourself out. You know, like it, I, I've been told by everybody that it's really difficult. And if vaping is your exit route, then, then awesome. But like, like, um, Merkin, for example, as, it's as difficult as walking around with a piece of candy you really, really want and are hungry, uh, all the time, every day. That's about how hard it is for like the first few weeks. It's so, like having that pint of ice cream right there in your hand and you're hungry. But so you can't. Merker's not a smoker, right? He's, he was never a smoker. He was never addicted to cigarettes or anything. But he thought, you know what? I'm going to give vaping nicotine a try. That seems great. But he's not vaping nicotine. He is vaping nicotine. I don't know what he's told you, but he's told me he's vaped nicotine. Oh, okay. And then he, he, you know, he explains. Th the, is that uh, what he always does? He always vapes nicotine? I, I wouldn't know if he always vapes nicotine, but I know that he vapes nicotine and he was outlining the benefits of how nicotine makes him feel good. It's kind of a, um, an upper of some sort. And, it, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, like caffeine almost. A super fucking mega addictive version of caffeine, I'd guess. And I, I'm just like, like well, well, I just don't see what's the downside. So, you, before you can start saying, like, why is he doing this? Mm -hmm. Like, why not? Because you get addicted to nicotine. You're, I'm addicted to caffeine. You don't think Chiz is? You know how much coffee he drinks? I don't Why do you not have an it? issue with Chiz's caffeine, caffeine addiction? But I'm, you do with, with Taylor's potential. Nicotine addiction. I do have an issue with Chiz's caffeine addiction. Um, I, I think that if he drinks less coffee, he has some withdrawal symptoms like headaches and stuff. I'm not positive about that, but I think that's a thing. I know that is a thing. I think it's a thing that Chiz has. It is a thing. It's a thing that I get as well. Um, if, I don't, if I don't have some caffeine at all, uh, we'll get a headache. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I'll, get, I'll be grouchy too. But I, I can't explain why. And we all have flaws, right? Like, there's there's no doubt about it. But for some reason, I'm more inclined to not fuss at Chiz about his flaws than I am everybody else. All right. Well, like, I give him a pass, but I don't know why. So I think so. The thing with vaping, I th I'm sure it does some moderate. It's probably not good for your lungs. I doubt it's therapeutic. But I feel like it's in the. It's probably in that uh, that part of the spectrum where it's like, oh, well, just you know, it, you could vape as long as you don't go out into like dusty air. They're pretty similar. Like, I don't think it's like cigarettes where, like, you're kind of senten possibly sentencing yourself to, like, a horrible death at the end of this ride. It's also um, bad to be outside around rush hour, but it's not, yeah. you know, on the level of what's bad. It's, it's yeah, not, it's, it's, like, it's like if you smoke for, for five years, I bet you're, you know, 45% more likely to die of cancer than everyone else. Like, it's a pretty serious, like thing that's happening right. to whereas with vaping i just don't think you're, you're gonna see that even with with more uh research i know they saw I, some negative i have a thing to add and, and okay. it's it's that it's so it's not the same for everybody now i don't know how dangerous vaping is but i have a little like bad lung experience and it's this as you know some people could smoke cigarettes for like 50 years and never have the negative if impacts like i don't know what they they just have like super lungs or something and other uh, people five ten years in and they're like oh my god i've got cancer this is a terrible thing um yeah, i smoked for 10 years when i did woodworking um like you inhale a lot of sawdust and i got i, I had to step up my game because I had like asthma from all the sawdust I was breathing in. It's really fine, bad for you, extra, like it's bad sawdust. Yeah. Um, within like a year, like less than a year, six months or so. And I'm like 
not breathing well and like having some real serious like impact. So I had to learn about respirators and dust collection and stuff. I feel like I am on the end of the spectrum who like suffers more quickly. Like if I was a smoker, I would guess I'd be one of those guys at five years who's fucked up because, uh, because in woodworking, I was quick to feel the bad effects. It probably be more irritable for you. Like, like one of the, <clears throat> one of the main things from smoking that like everybody I would say probably gets you know, I, I don't know what the what what the uh, the percentages are for like emphysema, lung cancer, tongue cancer, et cetera, et cetera. But like smokers cough, just it seems like everybody gets that. I feel like you would be like coughing and hacking, yeah, and it right. would affect your already your snoring that you already have. By the way, I oh, look at that. Look at my camera. See that? Uh, he says it only happens when he talks to me. It's my fault. Only with you. <laughs> your um, jiggle your mic. Yeah. Better. All right. What were we just talking about? Uh. How some people have issues with lung cancer and smoking oh, yeah, the faster than others. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to the topic, though. I, I still haven't heard any reason why you think negatively of vaping. I, it's, I feel like you're sucking in some chemicals. Now, some people just vape like strawberry flavor. And if that's your thing, I don't know anything wrong with that. I think it's okay. I've looked at the chemicals in that stuff, and they're very, it's the same stuff as inha inhalers. So, like, it's, it's fine for you to be inhaling those chemicals, like the glycol or whatever. Like, that's what's in inhalers. So, if you're just doing, like, strawberry flavor and that's your vaping, then I, I guess that's okay. I'm not a doctor, but it, you know, I would think, all right, I guess. But if you're vaping nicotine, then... I just feel like that's a bad thing, right? Isn't nicotine Why? the pesticide that comes from tobacco plants to keep insects away? That's part of the deal, but we're not bugs. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like, like if, you, if you made a roach smoke a cigarette, he'd drop over dead. But, I, you know, you can handle one just fine. Uh, I, I feel I, it, is, it, that, it does come from plants. I think it, come, it comes from the tobacco plant. It, it's to keep, uh, it's, it's sort of a natural pesticide that they've developed. And it is addictive, but it itself doesn't have any negative side effects. It's the, uh, it's, it, the cancer, the carcinogenic part of smoking comes from the tobacco itself. So they've separated the nicotine from the tobacco. And just like nicotine patches, nicotine gum, all those other replacements, it's, it's just not, as, it's not a big deal. And I, I know it does affect your heart rate and some other stuff, but everything does. Caffeine does. I feel like, it's, I feel like nicotine and caffeine are on the, pretty much the exact same level as far as recreational legal-ish drugs. Shucks. I mean, nicotine raises your blood pressure. Your heart beats faster on an everyday basis. It causes your blood pressure to go up. High blood pressure isn't just a harmless state. It's a sign that your heart has to work too hard to perform daily functions. Mm -hmm. um, nicotine has an effect on your lungs. Um, oh, but wait. It says most of this comes from smoking and not the nicotine itself. Um... There are some positive effects to nicotine. Let me see what these would be. It helps seniors with Alzheimer's disease, and it might prevent Parkinson's disease. You might want to get yourself a vaporizer, Woody. Mm, you might be onto something. Um, Maybe you'll sharpen those, your name game up a bit. <laughs> right? Did you hear Tucker say Neil? De he was trying to say Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he was like, Neil deGrasse Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I will not jump on the lap of Tucker bandwagon in that case. Tucker, I feel you, baby. <laughs> I was like, what? I've been close. Even and that first, one jumped out at me, but it was not my. I was letting it slide. 
And at first I was like, does he know the guy? Like, is that how he prefers to have it, to have it <laughs> right? pronounced? Like, maybe I'm wrong, but like, I was like, that, that's not right. That's not right. So yeah, so, I got no problem with Taylor, Taylor vaping, even if it's nicotine. The problem would be is if he, you know, he's using tobacco products. Those are the ones that are bad for you, I feel like. I, I, and even at your age, like, I feel like our ages are getting closer, right? You know, like, I'm, yeah, I'm what, sure. 12 years old or something like that? 13 years older. Yeah. So when I'm 70 and you're 57, we're going to be roughly both old peers yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. but um, um anyway i bet you've seen it too where things that are declared awful for you suddenly become not so awful and it switches back like they get it wrong when i was a kid butter was bad for you so you're supposed to have margarine and then margarine turns out is all trans fat so now you're supposed to have butter again and not that butter's great for you but sure as hell don't better make, than margarine don't make margarine your margarine. substitute for butter and, uh, you know, heck, alcohol, like they've gone back and forth and that like, you know, oh, yeah, it was the absolute devil when I was a kid. And then they discover that wine in the right amounts is actually quite good for you. And I think that still exists. But yeah, I, red wine's great for your heart, right? Yeah. A couple or, glasses or a day. Great for something. I don't know what the positive impact is. They're um, always discovering new good impacts from red wine. I, I feel like everything in moderation, that's the key to this thing. It's, there's no like there's no debt. There aren't too many things out there that are just the devil. I feel like human beings, our body, and just organisms in general are good at putting up with a lot of abuse. That's Most why we're stuff. still here. I wouldn't do meth in moderation. <sighs> really? That to me is the one right now. I'm trying to think. Like, like, all right, so in no situation in which there's like a, just a guy at my house with some meth, would I do some meth? But if there were this thing where the government was like, hey, we've decided for instead of outlawing meth, we're going to legalize it, and we've got this... This, you know, this pure meth here that doesn't have any bad stuff in it. And you can try a little. I might try a little of that meth. I, they would have to like, they'd be like, hey, you know what? No taxes if you do a little meth. I'd be like, yeah, a yeah. little? <laughs> <laughs> Show me how to smoke this shit. Yeah. Like, like, what do I do? Honey, get the spoon. I don't know quite what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch some more Breaking Bad. Yeah, never, and don't get me wrong, like I've never seen anyone smoke meth. I was at a gas station. I'm sure everyone's been at a gas station and seen like marijuana pipes and yeah, uh, sure, you know sure. various kinds, small uh, bowls you know, and stuff. Yeah, small bowls and then big, big uh, uh, um, bubblers and, and bongs and all kinds of stuff. I recently saw crack pipes at a gas station. Really? It was like, I couldn't believe it, right? Because I feel like the, per the proprietor of one of these places, when you're selling like bootleg uh, watches and like diamond rings, and then there's the bowls and the weed grinders and stuff, like you're kind of saying to everybody like, yeah, those are my herb grinders and herb smoking pipes. And it's kind of a wink, wink kind of thing. But when you got crack pipes up in there, like nobody's coming in there like, ah, I'll have one of those... Curly straws you got there, the clip with the bulb <laughs> on the end, and you got any jet lighters? Like, no, like, like you can't I, be selling crack pipes. I wonder what, like, if he's like, you know, I'm looking at my clientele and stuff, and there's a lot of money to be made. I need a crack pipe supplier. And, and, and all out of crack pipes again. We're going to need some more. <laughs> like, like, where is that happening? I, I thought that was just, just really disturbing. I got no problem at all with, like, marijuana stuff. But when I saw that, I was just like, eh, I'm on a rough side of town. Ah, it, yeah, that was in Pennsylvania. Actually, uh, it was a rough side of town. Like the place where we did that gun show was a pretty rough side of the, the town. And at first, I didn't want to say anything about how rough it was there because I was a little bit confused, and I thought that maybe the family that owns the whole gun show and were 
like having me out to do the whole thing, maybe lived there. But then like halfway through the car ride, he's like, plays a shithole, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> so we, li- we live in West Virginia. Fuck this. Or like Virginia, like near Virginia Tech or something like that. Like, I like, can't identify North- shitholes quite like everybody else can. I don't know. I think we talked about this on PK a little while ago, but like we had a guy from Scotland at my house last week and uh, he's a Woody Craft staff team building thing. You guys probably heard about it. So, um, he was saying a similar type thing. Like, so, so one thing about America that's different than a lot of other countries is nobody's better at putting down America than America. You know, if we have a race problem here, all Americans are like, you guys are all fucking racist. We got a huge issue here, etc. Same race problems exist in like France, but they don't know, blow them out of proportion with their media. Right. Right. But, uh, but here it's like, you know, I don't know. It's such a big deal. It's two. It's two part. I think the reason that we, that that uh, everyone thinks that we're it's so ridiculous here. One, we've got like this this bisected political party thing where like y- even with even in the media, you got the Republicans, and Democrats, liberals, and conservatives, and they've each got their their uh, their side of the media that they take place. And so anytime it's it's advantageous to be like race war or like the gays are taking over or you know like they don't care about poor minorities like. They'll really pump that out there. Both both sides will. So I, I feel like it, you know, across the globe they've 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 heard that. So what what did your guy think when he got here? He was surprised that it wasn't as bad as we all said it was. Now, granted, you know, we didn't go to Ferguson, Missouri, or Kansas. I think it's Missouri, but uh, you know, like we they went to they got lost and had to turn around in a trailer park, and everyone in the car is like, "Oh my God, this place is terrible," or whatever, and he's <laughs> like. Oh, doesn't look all that terrible, you know. Yeah. There's there's no shootouts in the front yard or something. Yeah. So. I, the thing about that is, there's in America there are places that I wouldn't want to go that are just scary places to be. Like you asked, I think Taylor, like what would happen to you if you walked down the the street right. in one of those bad places, and that sounds outrageous. Like nope, I've never experienced anything like that. Of course, I don't really walk around a lot, but like that shit wouldn't happen around here where I am. Like mm-hmm. for for the most part, United States and just. It's just a very peaceful, friendly kind of place where you could ask someone for help and they give it to you. But there are, of course, I think everywhere in the world, there's there's shitty places that you don't want to go where there's less law enforcement, more criminals, and there's just a different kind of uh, person that lives there. They've got different value systems, and it's dangerous to be in those places. Different value systems. Yeah, different value systems. Yeah, totally. Like like some people place a higher value on um, on human life. Uh, they place a higher value. For some people, like the 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 some people will get physically violent at the drop of a hat. Like there's there's different levels. Like like we all have that level at which it's like it's go time. Now I have to fight. Now it's a physical fight. And 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 some places it's much the the cause for that is much lower than others. Like for me, it's pretty high. You got to be attacking. There's no ketchup on this burger. (laughs) Come here. Like they'll come (laughs) over a counter and smash. Like like we've all seen world star hip hop, but. (laughs) <laughs> like you've seen that exact thing oh, happen in a McDonald's. Did, like they're not getting the service. Did you see that video of the dad beating up all the girls? He came in like a tank. He was. Awesome. <laughs> they, I thought they kind of overblew his accomplishment there, but but there were like five or six girls beating up his daughter, and uh, at first he was just kind of pulling them off, but then they started hitting him, and it was just like, oh no. 
Here we go. You know, you need an ass kicking because I got enough for all of you. And he was yeah. just so he was big and fat, big fat and black guy, if that matters. And he was like just throwing elbows, spinning 360 shit. You know, it was like it was like he was in the paint. Yeah. He's just making room, you know, tossing girls down. And everybody went from like, like all the girls were yelling like, get her, get her, get her. Hey. You hit a girl. You can't do that. They were screaming, get him. You know, fuck him up. And then he pushes back. Hey, what's all that about? You can't push back. Yeah. I wish he'd had a weapon. I wish he'd had a katana. Like, uh, or, or maybe like like this guy that sent me these uh, these things. Like he makes one of these that, and I get I, Kitty's actually got it. But off the tail, it, there's like a ball, a, a steel ball bearing wrapped in paracord. You can really get that thing like whipping. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Pop him on the head. Uh, like, a belt? Man, I'd kill him. Uh, maybe a belt or something. I feel like he could have like taken his belt off and like started whipping people. But yeah, he was throwing them, uh, throwing them everywhere. I, I got a kick out of that. I always like to see when a grown man throws a bunch of women around. It makes me feel good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but they, they they totally deserved it. Uh, the ones in question, they were they were attacking that one girl, and there's like lots of them. So many you couldn't really count or tell who was attacking and who right. was watching. I want to say like at least six girls actively played a role in like hammer fisting the victim or who yeah. I assume is the victim. Yeah, and you got to get somebody. But, whenever that's happening, you got to get them out of there. The reason so, there was so, only six was that that was all the radius you could get from this yeah. girl. You know, they were attacking from every direction. There's, there's an eighth and a ninth. They just can't get to her. Yeah, yeah, right? You know, like, the, <laughs> there's a big line all queued up, ready to beat this poor girl for who knows what. I don't know. But, but yeah. And fortunately, Dad was there. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. He, uh, he was really... Th and, and the camera girl is like, Oh, no, you can't hit her. You're a grown man. What are you doing here? And it's just like, I wish he just grabbed her, too. Like... Like I hate that 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 mindset that like we're girls here we can we can do whatever we want nobody can interfere with us don't lay hands on me it's like no somebody needs to like break your nose like that that I was I was real happy when that big dad went in there and started cleaning house I yeah I support the dad don't get me wrong situation. I don't want to beat any women up but whenever I see some women getting beaten up righteously <laughs> I really enjoy that I really do that's why I'm such a Ronda Rousey fan. Mm. I, I really liked when I can see a, I, I hear Stern talking about it. He's like, he was talking to Ronda Rousey. He was like, I don't know. I, there's just, I'm kind of old fashioned. I see a woman getting beaten up and it just, something clicks in me. I, I can't get off on that. I can't enjoy that as a sport. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, fuck them up. I don't care. I, they, 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 they can <laughs> I go both ways. Like sometimes I see Ronda Rousey in a fight and I just, I love every second of it. It's amazing. She's a very skilled fighter and, uh, and it's great. Other times, you know, when it when it's not a quick ending, when it's it's getting drug out, like when the ear I, explodes. Yeah, I, I can feel sympathy for women like I don't always do. For, I'm more inclined to feel sympathy for women than I am the guys. Nah, that's just uh, that's just part of us that that thinks maybe we could fuck that girl if we like swoop in and white knight real quick. <laughs> yeah, probably. That, that's, <laughs> that, that's totally an, like white yeah. knighting is totally an evolu evolutionary like breeding cue. It's like. Here's a woman in danger. If I could go in and save her from that danger, I'll get that pussy. Like, that's, that's, that's all that's about. Like, like any guy who's... Uh, it's, that's all it's about. It's, it's totally what it is. Uh, um, Speaking of Ronda Rousey, though, we were talking about the Reebok UFC rollout of the new uniforms for the UFC. Uh, at first, I didn't think they were that bad and then because I had just seen them on Ronda Rousey, and I think she'd look good in a paper bag. Uh, so they sh then you showed me the pictures of all the other, I guess, champs. From yeah. the different weight divisions and and both male and female, and they they actually do look kind of like they're wearing a like a garbage bag or something. They're really, 
I don't know, it kind of drapes over them and it's so loose fitting and looked wrinkly too. It looked like they had all those things in a box and then they handed them out backstage and everybody walked out there with like a wrinkled jersey on that just came out of a box. That's what it looked like. And it looked very unprofessional. They didn't look good. None of those top tier uh, athletes who should be looking great, they're, they're kind of super people, uh, you couldn't tell that they were big guys. It, it, it didn't hang off the guys especially well. I think it has something to do with their lats. Are these lats... The muscle that I always see extending from like their fucking earlobes to their shoulders. Those are traps. Like in, traps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lights yeah, are, are down here. Ah, thank you. Well, their traps are uh, are definitely uh, like I don't know. It feels like that those jerseys aren't meant for that, and it just drapes off of them all loose yeah. and baggy, like the, they're all overweight or something. I the, don't know. The guy on the left, it's the the push that ends with three three near the top. Um, Robbie Lawler in particular, he's the bald one, the white guy. Yeah. He's like a perfect specimen. That guy with his shirt off is is one version of like human perfection. If aliens were to come and get a perfect specimen, he doesn't look like it that much in that shirt. It hides all the goodness that is whatever his life achievement of bodybuilding is. And then, uh, Chris Weidman on the right, like these these are champions, UFC champions, and it just looks floppy on them and yeah, uninspired. And like Ronda's I, Ronda's looks pretty good, uh, although I think doesn't she seem to have a belly? Mm, not as not as much as the one on the right. The, 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 the yeah. girl on the right of the guy in the foreground, and she looks like she's got a full on belly with love handles. She look she. It appears that she has the body of like a soccer mom or something, and not a good one. <clears throat> that um, woman defended her title like two weeks ago. She's I believe as shit and looks totally. Great. Her, Rhonda only looks as good as she looks because someone has taught her how to stand. Um, but a lot of these guys look very, very bad in this uniform. It looks like crap. Uh, the shorts are fine. Don't I think the shorts are fine? They look like uh, compression shorts, kind of. They're they're very tight. They look they look fine. But the top, that shirt, I don't know. I feel like it should have been sleeveless or like with a big V neck on the guys and like like tighter in the pecs and like really slim around the waist so it shows off like these guys' physiques and like I don't know. It looks bad. It looks like. I don't know. Paintball teams have better jerseys. Like name a name a thing. They've got better jerseys. Yeah. So I just I just showed some pictures for the the Patreon guys. You can see the video. This woman had six pack abs just like a couple of weeks ago. She doesn't look that fat. Um, but it, it's a totally unflattering thing. And the compression shorts. I guess they are what they are. You know, they look like I think those look pretty swords. good. Yeah. yeah. I, I would wear something over them, perhaps. You know. Something yeah, I loose feel like fitting. they need like loose fit, loose shorts over them. I feel like that's what they should always be wearing. They, they when they go out to fight now. That's my next question because I don't know. Are they all going to be wearing those shorts and nothing else? Because I know, like in the past, I've seen some guys like to come out with almost like swim trunks. It seems like, and then some guys are wearing like briefs. And you know, there's a, there's an and there's a whole in between thing that I see. Like, is everyone now going to be wearing those compression shorts and then shirtless? I wouldn't think so. My prediction is that they can make some Reebok board shorts for the people who like that. They will be Reebok branded, and some people like Cowboy Cerrone. I think his grandmother made him a patch that says "Bad Motherfucker" on it, <laughs> and he's not asking for permission or anything. He's like, the patch will be there; it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, he always has it on his stuff. Um, but but most of these guys don't have anything special like that. We'll, well, we'll see. It we'll starts see. real soon. Um, yeah. The, oh, 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 there's a huge fight coming up. Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo. Conor McGregor's that Irish guy who, who's like really hypes up fights super well and yeah. knocks everyone out. So We watched one, him fight in Boston. 
That's right, right. That was the one time he didn't knock people out. But um, he sprained his ACL and he still won the fight. This guy fights at 145, which is not a weight class really known for stoppages. You know, as you get lighter, sometimes they don't knock people out. But this guy does it all the time. Apparently, his hands are gigantic. Like, he's got like 205-pounder hands sitting on a 145-pound guy. And uh, he was a pro boxer before. <coughs> everyone's waiting to see just how great he is. It's... It's very exciting. July 11th, hopefully it happens. This is, so I'm a UFC fan, right? And it's one of the tougher sports to be a fan of or an MMA fan because people get injured so much. And I'm sympathetic. The fighters don't want to be injured, right? The fighters only get paid when they fight. Joe got injured. He, he did a fight. But before that, he got injured and delayed him a bit. And um, he wrote a thing that kind of explained it. He's like, fighters don't want to get injured. You know, not only do we get subjected to a lot of negative feedback from the fans, but it's just like, this is how we make our money. We're not getting paid. My coaches still get paid, you know? So he's paying out all these expenses. He's like, the tickets were non-refundable. The coaches, you know, they still get paid because they did their coaching. Everyone gets paid except me. So they're not wanting to, to be injured. But as a fan on the other side, like, you know, if I'm a football fan, the Super Bowl will happen. Guaranteed. There's going to be a Super Bowl every year. It's a lock. In MMA, like when they announce like, you know, oh, this guy's fighting that guy. You don't really know until a day or so beforehand if they're really going to fight because the Super Bowl gets canceled constantly in the MMA. And um, Jose Aldo, the guy he's fighting, injured his ribs. And they have another guy training and making weight to sub in in case he doesn't heal quickly enough. We'll see. But it... it uh, every day I seem to get different indicators. But yeah, I don't know if yeah. people are interested in this, but yeah. Yesterday it was like, oh, you know, the x-rays came back. They're only bruised. Bruised ribs are not a problem. He'll be fine. Today they're like, ah, they're pushing on. He didn't work out today because he's too, it hurts too much. And it looks like he will cancel. And I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. It'd be a good fight. That's uh, that's gonna be around the same date as we're. It is the same date as we're in Chicago, right? It's the eleventh, yeah. So like, I, it's important to me that we find a way to catch the fight that night. It's really late. It doesn't interfere. I, I usually the events start at like, well, Eastern time they start at ten. So maybe it would start at like eight ish. I bet we could nine ish. I I think the best bet uh, would be just to go to maybe a sports bar or something, right? Yeah, like, that might be the way. Because yeah. I remember last time we were trying to watch Game of Thrones and we had all those technical issues and weird stuff was happening because we were depending on hotel internet and stuff. Or, or maybe it's going to be like, where, where, what is it going to be broadcast on? Maybe it's a thing it's, we could just watch in a hotel room. and It's pay-per-view. Uh, and like you yeah. said, hotel internet's a sketchy thing. Well, we could buy it pay-per-view at the, at the hotel. That's a possibility, I guess. Or we could go to a sports bar like type if, place. If the hotel sells it on the TV, I'll gladly buy it and be able to chill and whatever get some energy drink and a uh, little m&ms and destroy myself while i watch a, while i watch a thing chiz and chiz and joe will their snacks last time were outrageous yes that was <laughs> they went wild with like we went to walmart and at first like for the first snack i was on board like yeah grab a snack that's a good idea then there's a snack and sack and it's like oh and a gallon right. of milk. And then like a gallon of milk rolls in. And a and big the, bag of candy. Yeah. And two the, big, and like three pounds of cookies. And it was just like, I've before got Before long, diet. Joe had like, like four family-sized snacks, right? Like four, 
I don't know how many cookies are in a cookie thing. 24 cookies, maybe? 30, something like 30. that. Big cookie, like Chips Ahoy, big cookies. Yeah, so he had like, yeah, like Chips Ahoy. Picture that. He had like two of those, uh, you know, a couple like pounds of chocolate and a gallon of milk. And then oh, Chips doubled that. Oh, and there was two that. bags. There were yeah. two like bags of candy like you would give out to trick-or-treaters. Like there was one <laughs> of like Reese's Cups and then there was another one of something else. They went nuts with it. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I was on team candy for the first candy. And then as yeah. it went up to like between the two of them, they must have had like six candies and a gallon of milk. And I was yeah. like, ah, I, I, I can't. 12 packs of soda. Yeah, I wasn't on board. They went unfinished that. though. I, I think they just left them A lot in of the it room. did, yeah. 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 Oh, I know, Chiz took them on the train. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. And I drank most of that soda. I like ginger ale. I, 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 I drink a lot of ginger ale because I love soda, but uh, ginger ale has less calories, I guess. It's, but it's but without artificial sweeteners, which everyone keeps telling me are the devil, but I don't believe that. I think they're good for you. <laughs> uh, so but yeah, that's going to be good. That'll be a good trip. Get to watch the, uh, get to shoot some fans and then <clears throat> play some, or watch some UFC. That'll be good. Obama's approval ratings broke 50%. That's the highest they've been in ages. And uh, like Obama had a super week. And I, I've been thinking, about it. so the, the, when approval ratings hit like the 20s and 30s, it's because your own party doesn't like you anymore. Right, they're mm -hmm. mad at you. Um, you know, if you're 50-50, which is kind of where he is, at least your own party's happy. And uh, and at least some of the the other guys probably yeah but he had a fifty percent approval rating and so last week he got a couple things the big one the one that's got the most attention is gay marriage right so now it's the law of the land I didn't even know it was coming up but boom gay people can get married throughout America that's a thing um, yeah the other big one Obamacare uh, there was a the specifics of it are kind of tricky but. They set it up as an incentive for states to create these healthcare exchanges, and something like 20 states didn't do it. So technically, kind of, all those states weren't eligible for it. But another way you could interpret the way it was written is like the state needs to create a healthcare exchange, meaning like the government, the state, the United States, etc. Ah, I see. And um, and the Supreme Court ruled that the federal one counted and that you know everything could keep going obamacare is not dead which is the correct decision regardless of how you feel about the law some people don't understand that i never understand that when people are so biased that when something is clearly just one way they're they're like nah <laughs> nah it's obama it's like no you just explained that and despite how i may or may not feel about obamacare i'm just like ah oh, yeah okay well that was the correct decision because like, they were just arguing over whether it's, it was an interpretation ruling, it sounds it, like. That's what it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but some people were hoping it would be interpreted in such a way that Obamacare was removed. And then there was a third thing that, like, I had another win and I can't... Oh, oh, oh! It was, um, it had to do with overtime pay. So, Obama told the Republicans, like, hey, if you don't work with me, I'm just going to start working unilaterally. And the Republicans came in last two years, actually. They like broke records for not doing things, right? Mm -hmm. Their whole plan was like block that punt, block that ton, and not really get things done, not go. Well, right now we've got a Republican Congress and a Democratic president. They have to work together to make things happen. And that's not happening. And Obama told him, if we don't work together, I'm going to do whatever it is that I have the power to do. So, one of the things he has the power to do is define the salary at which you no longer have to pay for overtime, right? So you know people who get paid by the hour get overtime. People who get on salary don't. Well, that limit used to be 29000 
So you're not supposed to get overtime if you're like the boss, right? If you're like a manager or something like that, then you're not eligible for overtime. But he raised that number because what they do is they take like a, you know, a manager of two other guys at Subway, declare him salaried, and then you know, the guy's making 29 grand a year or something, he's not getting his overtime pay. They raise that number to 50 grand. Works out to like 970 a month. And uh, um, anyway, so that's the third thing he did. He got everybody overtime pay. Hmm. So um, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, well, that's great. And then there was also the whole, the way he handled the whole, uh, the shooting at the church. And mm-hmm. it seemed like, uh, although I don't know how much he had to do with it, it seemed like everybody was suddenly anti-Confederate flag. It was, it was like, uh, and I don't know, that seemed like a win for him too. He had a good, spe- good so speech about that, I think. You're a proper Southerner. Yeah. Confederate flag. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 so I, while I live in North Carolina, which is undoubtedly a Southern state, I, was, I grew up in New Jersey and still like associate. When I learned about the Civil War, I, I learned about it in New Jersey, you know, the side that won. And like, you know, I heard this. Someone said that while the, the what's it called? The Stars and Bars? The con- it, that's the slang for it, yeah. Okay, the Confederate flag, the Stars and Bars, um, while it was later adopted by hate groups like the KKK, it originally just meant the Confederate Army. And I, in my head, I'm like, wait a minute, that's the armory that fought to preserve slavery. You know, like that flag was adopted by a hate group the moment it was sewn. <laughs> you know, like... I think... A, I. It, the problem is you have to go back and, and try to decipher the politics and the intentions of the founders of the Confederacy. And there's some uh, discrepancy there. There's some opinion there as to whether it was about states' rights or about slavery or if whether the, the two are just the same thing really at all. Was it about – was it basically that those states didn't want Uncle Sam, didn't want the federal government saying you can't have slaves in your state or was it about them saying – uh, we want our slaves. It's not just. It's not just an issue. Some try to say my my uh, what was it seventh grade eighth grade yeah my eighth grade history teacher he would have you believe that the Civil War was fought because the Southern states didn't want the federal government telling them what they could and could not do outside of the powers of the Constitution. He he made us watch this awful uh, propaganda film called The Civil War Was Not Fought About Slavery. Um, my personal feelings is that, yeah, it was pretty much fought about slavery. That was the biggest issue of the day. It, it, it does seem like it's a state's rights issue as much as it is like a human rights issue. But I don't think the flag it, 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 at that time was about slavery. It was about, you know, like those guys are trying to tell us what to do. We're not going to allow that. Let's just break off and do our own thing. I think that that was the meaning of the flag then. But in modern day... I don't know. I live down here. I've seen that flag for years and years. People fly it on their porches. They, they put it on their car. My cousin has tattoos of it. He's got a big rebel flag belt buckle. I don't know what it's supposed to mean to him. But to me, I can understand the heritage part because there's lots of monuments around here to people who died in that war. There's lots of stuff like that. There's a whole group called the Sons of the Confederate Veterans. Uh, and these guys are like ancestors of uh, Confederate people who fought and died in the war. My feelings on the thing is I just don't fucking care. But it, a lot of racists use that flag as their flag. So, and, and that's where it's predominantly used. So, so just get rid of it. It's predominantly used by racist groups now. I would say it was originally used by a racist group. 
That was Maybe, definitely a, the Confederacy was definitely a racist group. I cannot yeah, argue that. Yeah, it was originally used by a racist group. It's currently used by a racist group, and there may be non-racist people who also use it too, who just feel like it's you know, Southern her heritage or part of their history, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I also don't feel like you know what? Like it, this is America, and like you you don't get to celebrate that time you were at your most anti-American. Right, that, that that time that you decided to try to leave the country, that that's not something that we say like, yeah, those were the good old days. I wish that worked out well. No, same team, baby. Get rid of the the you know anti-American flag. It is it is as anti-American as an ISIS flag. Not according to Walmart. Well, I stand corrected. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. Okay, so this guy went to Walmart and and had to make a Confederate flag cake. It said mm -hmm. it was it said heritage, not hate. And then it's the flag. It's a square sheet cake. They refused to make it. So he went back the next day and had to make him an ISIS cake. And I guess they didn't know what a fucking ISIS cake looked like. So they just <laughs> made it. And it's, you know, the black ISIS flag with the Arabic on it and all that shit. And then he made this whole PR stunt where he's like, Walmart's fine making this, but not the stars and bars. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's because the goofball at Walmart doesn't know what the ISIS flag looks like. And they got a specific policy against the Confederate flag. Uh, it, the whole thing's silly to me. It's like who's yeah, fighting yeah. for it to begin with? Like, like who, who? To me, it means nothing. Like, I don't give a fuck about that flag. It means nothing to me. I don't care at all. You could burn them all, or you could raise them above the state courthouse. I just don't fucking care. But to some of those people, it's a they, they take it very seriously. And uh, there's a lot of groups that are just like I hate to say it, but they're just a bunch of racist, poor white trash who for the longest time had this one thing they could say they're better than a black person at least i'm not black you know that was their one thing that they could they, they could say you know i might be poor and i might be white but i'm white you know, it like, <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and all of a sudden and, and every time you know the 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 walls of racism fall down around the country every time there's a civil rights movement uh every time gays get more rights any every time anyone different from them gets some more rights they don't like it because uh, I think they're looking back to the good old days when if you're a white landowner, you were just, you know, the ruler of the land. Uh -huh. I saw I see those guys riding around with those flags in their trucks all the time, like Yahoo. And, and it's like I want to stop and ask them if they even know what it's about, but they just want to fight or something. I have a new topic. Sure. So that Frankie on PC and 1080p drama. Uh -huh. uh, so Kyle knows it. He kind of the same stuff I know, but I'll re recap it for those who don't. So Frankie on PC and 1080p is a wildly successful YouTuber. Uh, I don't know if he does YouTube full time, but he makes good videos. They're often very long. And, and he hopped on the um, like PC hype train early enough that like he's one of the founders. It's almost like being a COD guy in 2010 or something. Like it's, it helps. So anyway, uh, people have accused him of cheating in Counter-Strike Go. And I guess historically they accused him of cheating in DayZ, but I don't know anything about that, so I won't speak to it. But um, I watched the the counter evidence, like the the evidence video of him cheating. I'm not good enough to tell. Like I'm awful at Counter Strike Go. Um, I, apparently, there's a what he's doing is called b hopping, which Kyle looked up is what he's accused of doing is b hopping. And I guess you can scroll the middle mouse, you can bind the hop to the middle mouse button. And then it makes you jump without ever missing your jump. Is that the scoop? Well, I, so, all right. So I'm going to butcher this. But basically the deal is there's um, 
There's a bu- there's a button combination, a way to strafe run. It seems that involves bouncing, and I think it helps you move faster with your weapon out, as well as allowing you to be uh, like hard to hit. And if you watch the guy doing it, he's kind of like bouncing. He's moving forward, but he's kind of strafing left to right while he does it. And I and it's the like guy a with the video zigzag. It's a jump and zigzag that requires multiple button presses at 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 the right time and a bit of a rhythm to it. It's 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 not like it's like left and a right and a jump and a twist and a left and a right. The guy who made the proof videos seemed to think it was really hard to do. In looking yeah. at it, I it wasn't obvious to me what was so hard about it. But he was doing lots of stuff. He was like moving his yeah, knife you, and like looking around. You could hear his keyboard. And, like I don't know why all that stuff was happening, but it was clickety clickety click. It didn't seem like it was super easy. But um the guy making the video also said that there were other aspects of his movement that didn't seem as practiced as someone who could pull off this b-hop would be right like he's like his strafing did he say his strafing looks amateur or am i just assigning it was wings something of about insult? the way his it was <laughs> something about his way his cursor was kind of it wasn't wasn't, smooth. wasn't uniform and smooth the way it was like looking left or right to pull this move off now i but you and i both are just not we don't know enough about the game like i don't know about you but i walk around okay i, I walk around <laughs> and try to look for the bad people that kill me okay i'm not doing any special moves I, I, i'm just period that's if there's it. anything i got good at in counter-strike it's respawning <laughs> but i'm familiar with game mechanics like they're describing it's basically like ah well if you jump and twist and you remember the riot shield trick that xcal did yeah. back in the day there was Stuff another like that. one too if you jumped while strafing you could get a little bit further and in modern warfare 2 in particular there was a hop on um hard hat the map hard hat there was a place that yeah. you couldn't go unless you if you're credit i think he called it the moho jump or something fear moho i mean to say made it up and um and those are like the little things. Yeah, I'm so I'm familiar with difficult to pull off mechanics. And it appears that Frankie PC is using something maybe that makes him pull off a difficult to use mechanic very consistently, in spite of the fact that other aspects of his movement don't seem so pro. I don't care. So here's the thing. The way I look at it, it sounds to me like what he's accusing him of is making it so that like jump is on his scroll wheel now. And while that may be like taboo in their little world, I don't fucking care. I don't care if he's scroll jumping to pull off his strafes a little easier. Like, that seems like something that, while it might not be allowed in, like, tournament play, like, isn't he just playing pub matches? I mean, I I get that they're competitive, but they're competitive pub matches. Like, I didn't know there was a... Is there a rule set for the games he's playing in? I guess that's what I need to know. Yeah. If he's um, actually cheating at something where people keep score and, like, where everybody's being held to that standard... That's one thing There's I suppose. There's a global ranking, of course, in Counter Strike. So it, it kind of yeah, but it's the, I feel like that's the Counter Strike version of KD. Like you know, everyone just want or you know, heck, a better example would be the the, the global ranking in Black Ops, like the the league play. There's mm-hmm. a league play type thing, and those games are they kind of matter more for whatever games matter. <coughs> well, but, I don't care if he's I don't care if he but, is cheating unless it's so something more than that. The video that accused him of cheating was hit with a copyright strike. And this is something where I'm super careful not to blame Frankie because there have been a number of videos against me that were hit with copyright strikes and I had nothing to do with it ever. They were usually community strikes, which take hundreds of like active people to do users. Yeah. And, you know, there's no tweet from me telling them to do this or facebook post or video or whatever people would just flag it as bullying or something it's a simple formula to figure out it's like if you go online you make a video that a lot of people sees 
that, that that's negative about someone pretty popular with a million subscribers or so, then of course there's literally a million people out there that are on that guy's team. They're gonna flag your shit. Yeah. Like, like you, but it was never me. Now I'll admit I secretly liked it, but I never organized it or anything. Like I'm yeah, I'm and innocent. oftentimes it was deserved. It was you know it was yeah. hate speech a lot of the times, bullying. Uh, exactly. Like, Sometimes they straight up talk about my family and kids and stuff, which yeah. you know. On one hand, I get it. You know, they're part of my life and part of my channel and they're going to be spoken to or spoken about to some extent. On the other hand, that doesn't make it right. You know, it still is abuse and you could get flagged for bullying when you do it. It's inter I'm not sure what kind of flag this was. I, I right. uh, and neither. it depends. So, like, I guess he used some of Frankie's footage in his video <laughs> and there's the whole fair use thing, which is ambiguous at best. Like, like a lot of people like to think that, oh, fair use, I can do whatever I want with your with your shit. It's like, no. What's going to happen in reality is that myself and like some people at YouTube, we're going to have a conversation about your content and we're going to make, there's going to be a judgment call by someone. It's, that's what it's going to come down to because it's opinion based stuff as to, as to, you know, whether it deserves a copyright strike or not. And it doesn't have I, to be negative. It could just be using my shit. I do want to admit to the one time I flagged a video. Yeah. <laughs> one time on a Keemstar video, Wings of Redemption asked if, I think he asked Kitty for help. Because Keemstar made a video picking on wings. This is like over a year ago, I think. And, uh, but the video had my content in it. Like it, my content, it was the PKA with the why don't you stream that shit. And I yeah. was like, I think I can flag this. This has my content in it. And I flagged it and it worked. And then it didn't really matter because like a day later, they took his whole channel down. They used to do that all the time. But, mm. uh, but yeah, so I, I did flag a guy one time and it was Keemstar. But they often made this like, this narrative that I like repeatedly flag people and I, I never did. They were community strikes. Yeah, that's just how it works. And I saw people even in the comments of this guy's thing. We both did. They're, they're like, oh, Frankie took the video down. That proves his guilt. It's like, nah, it no, he doesn't want you talking shit about him. Like, it, it, like, it I, doesn't even prove that Frankie took the video down. I don't. I haven't seen the proof that Frankie did it. I only saw yeah. the. I know that it it has a strike on it. But like, like for example, um. One thing that can happen is your network will like copyright flag everyone who uses your content. And sometimes there are false positives like um, a cutscene, right? Like if I'm the first guy to show, say, some Grand Theft Auto cutscene and then you have that same cutscene, they think you took my video. And in reality, we, we both just play the game. But, um, but that can happen. So you know, it could be that the system saw, you know, Frankie's video in there and auto flagged it or something. Or it could be that Frankie did you know, it. I don't know. I'll be honest. It, it, if, I, if I really stop and think about this, I really like Frankie, Frankie's content. I know we reached out to him one time and he didn't say anything back. I guess he didn't want to come on our little show. Yeah. So, well, a little fuck you for that. Frankie. No auto however, blow for you. <laughs> however, I really like Frankie's content. I think one of the reasons, uh, besides him being a pretty popular guy and interesting and all, that we reached out to him originally is because I was watching a ton of his DayZ uh, stuff and I was like, Chiz, let's see if we can get this guy. So he makes great videos. I don't care if he's using an exploit, which is what I would call this, not cheating. He's, it's just silly. The whole thing is. And I think the fact that this other guy is like making such a big deal out of it is, is silly. I think that he's the silliest of them all. Uh, that that he's got he's got a very he's got a small channel much smaller comparatively speaking and he's just like looking at this one thing and 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 just calling him out for it when I think I feel like the guy's just it's a tiny exploit it doesn't seem like a big deal to me and uh, and I and I think the whole thing is silly I think the silliest person in this whole thing is the guy making the video calling him out though I will say this Frankie I wouldn't cheat you're in a spot where you're good at video games you're already good enough just don't cheat. 
you know, don't do that. You, you can get good scores. You can play just fine. I, I don't think mm. people subscribe to him for pro tips and tricks the same way they subscribe to a pro for pro tips and tricks. I, I the re, I've never cheated on my. I've never even been accused of cheating. <laughs> Gameplay's not good enough. But we don't know how. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, teach me. Like, it, it, totally in COD. If there was some way to like, I mean, we do little stuff that you. Would, I mean, little things like the scuff controller and stuff. Like, right, oh right. yeah, now I don't take my thumb off the directional uh, pad. I, I jump with my ring finger. Like, I feel like that is on the exact same level as what we're talking about here, but it's frowned on in the PC community. Or maybe the Counter-Strike community. Maybe we're just too ignorant on this subject to really understand what's going on here. There's a direct rule against this thing. Maybe button remapping is a big part of it, but I just don't even know. In the mm. end, it, it looks like what he's doing is... Uh, it looks like he's pulling off like a top tier level move more easily, and it's burning this guy's uh, grits. It's making yeah. him unhappy that that this guy with. I feel like he's just jealous of Frankie. And now this like guy has a copyright strike, and and it, it's the Streisand effect. That's the thing. So the the Streisand effect. I probably everyone knows it by now, but. In fast forward a long time ago, Google Maps came out or something like it. MapQuest. They showed an aerial view of Streisand's house along with dozens of other celebrities' homes because now suddenly you can see people's houses from the sky. But it was new at the time. So Streisand sued to have her property either blocked, you know, blurred out or blacked out or whatever. And way more people looked at her house than they ever would have had it not been a big story. You know, when you attempt mm -hmm. to censor somebody, it can blow up in your face and, and become way bigger than it ever was in the first place. Um, I know I've seen this on the PKA subreddit. Every so often I'll get away with the censorship here and there. And then every so often, kaboom, where'd my post go? Oh my God, you guys are Satan. Woody's a cum guzzler, whatever. And uh, um, Frankie... I think this guy's little video with 12,000 views would have blown over and it'd be no big deal. But now that he's copyright strucken, stricken, 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 um, we're talking about it and it's a story and it's, it's a much bigger deal. His attempt to censorship has blown this thing up. And, uh, I find that interesting. I think people are, people are so quick to, to, to bandwagon. I feel like whenever you, you, people come to a crossroads, they feel like they have to make a decision these days instead of sitting tight and, and figuring it out eventually, or just not really even caring that much. And that's how I feel about this whole thing. It's like, eh, first of all, I don't care. I don't care who's right or who's wrong. But second of all, it seems like Frankie did, it was a minor infraction that, it, that he's done here, if he's actually doing it. Though the proof seemed pretty good. To my and amateur eyes, yeah. To my amateur eyes, right? Which means so, so little. Uh, <laughs> but but my, my, my main thing is like, I've, I just see so many guys that remind me of this other guy who made the video. It, who instead of focusing on making their own good content or maybe hell making a tutorial about how to play the like teach me how to do that move For, right. fuck, fuck making fun of frankie uh 1080p like show me how to do it so i can get better at counter-strike using this cheat that's the video you should be making like i'd be interested in that i'd watch it maybe even try it but when i see this i just label you as a hater someone who's got a small channel who sees a big channel doesn't get why they're bigger than him and is saying ha not only you guys are following that guy, and he's not even as good as me. He, he uses this scroll wheel thing. That's why he's got all those subscribers, which is just bullshit. So I see the other guy as a hater. I see Frankie as a uh, kind of a pro who, uh, who does a good job at everything I've ever seen him do. And, and in the end, I just don't care. There's only one hater video ever where I got behind the hater, and it was when iFly went after that. What was his name? Max something? or He used to copy T-Mart. That's why I didn't yeah, like Yeah, yeah. Well, that guy... See, the thing about that guy is 
So there are guys who will kind of intentionally be a heel. In, in, uh, in, in professional wrestling, there's a heel, and I think they call like the, the good guy the baby face or something like that. But the heel is the, the bad guy. His job is to be bad, and his job is to be like looked upon as the bad guy. There, there are people who aspire to be that online, but then there's guys like, uh, like, like this guy who I don't, I don't think that's so much the truth. I'm trying to figure out what the, he- the opposite of a heel is called. Baby face, maybe? A face. Uh, uh, oh, here it is. In profession, a face, baby face, or baby is the good guy. So baby okay. face would be right. Yeah, you're a good-looking guy versus you're like ugly, like big, scary guy. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't, yeah, he, he'd do better focusing on just making great content than poking at Frankie P on yeah. 1080p. That guy that ripped off T-Mart. Like, so T-Mart would work hard to come up with tips and tricks that other people didn't see and then this guy would just make the same video two or three days later and then i felt like he was actingly mocking him like it's one thing if i give you a map tour of whatever hard hat and then you do a map tour of hard hat and steal all my stuff but it went next level when t-mart would do like a uh he'd like show his room what were the uh, setup guide or setup tour or whatever i forget there was a term everyone used for it but uh, they'd, he'd show his office. And then this guy would show his office. And it's like, now you're just fucking with us. Now you're totally like, like everything T-Bart does is, is on your channel a few days delayed. And um, uh, so, yeah, I was, I was happy to see that guy, Max. or That guy was terrible. Max. Well, I don't remember his name anymore. I don't. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Right? But, yeah, I, that, that was a clear thing where like the guy wasn't being a jerk. Because he was being the heel and he thought that was uh, going to bring him views, bring him uh, whatever it was he was looking for, attention and all. He was being a heel because it was kind of a scam and he was trying to like, he, he would have loved it if no one knew who he was. Yeah, he didn't want anybody to know who he was or what he was up to. He was siphoning off a little bit of uh, yeah. Trevor's income. That's exactly what tags. he was doing. He, he, he made, so Trevor had a distinctive looking thumbnail. They were all like green and yellow with a kind of yeah. blur. He I copied that look so he would get in the related videos and people would click on them thinking they'd get another T-Mart video, but they'd get his instead. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. Anyway, call it a wrap. Sure. That was Painkiller Nearly, episode 46. I hope you guys enjoyed it.